Hello everybody, Paul Jancarella here from Profits and Success, here to bring you another podcast episode from Online Marketing for Life, and that's the number four. Just in case you want to look up the show for yourself, a lot of good material there, let me tell you, but that might be a bit bit biased on my part. Okay folks, we have a fantastic show for you today we have i think there's going to be a juggler Uh, yeah he's here now Uh, i don't know if you can see him Uh, there's a magician that's performing some magic tricks as well as a i don't know the guy walking on stilts or if he's just a tall guy but it's it's pretty jam-packed here Uh, i don't know if you're going to be able to see any of that on on my podcast, unfortunately, but I'll let you know what's happening if things should get out of uh, out of hand. So I was walking the dog last night, Dugan, the baby I call him, my ten-year-old baby. He's a uh, lab golden shepherd mix, and he just really wants to sniff now. You know what I mean? People walk by, he'll just say hi. He won't run over to him and try to kiss him like he used to um and what's funny is i never used to you know put a leash on him and the times i should have put a leash on him i i didn't and the times i could let the leash off i I don't kind of kind of uh ironic i guess but nonetheless um on my walk with dugan we were listening to our personal development last night And it was difficult because I was just hearing it. I wasn't really listening. You know, I was walking, thinking a little bit here or there, checking on Dugan, you know, looking around, and really wasn't totally in tune, you know, until they started whipping out these, you know, great sayings. And I was like, oh, man, and I missed some of them, which I could have stopped, you know, Reset, um, rewound the um, the recording, or do the fifteen second rewind. But just just wasn't having it, you know. I was I don't know if I want to say I was lazy, you know. Let, let me call a spade a spade. I was lazy, uh, but nonetheless, the woman that was speaking I forget her name, but she was she was good. She really was. She was um, she was an African American woman, um, relatively young. Uh, and it was just, you know, given some pizzazz, you know, go through life and don't keep score, keep track, but don't keep score, you know, and, and, and what is that all about? Don't keep score, keep track, but don't keep score. Well, it, it's saying, you know, don't focus on perfection, you know, document things. But don't focus on the perfection. You'll get up, you know, you'll get up all in arms and you'll get so frustrated. And, and we don't want, you know, anxiety lives, right? You know, we, we want things that are going to be relatively smooth. So just remember, folks, to, to keep track, but don't keep score on, on life. Uh, and it's important to focus on both and not just one of them folks will go and adhere to this and they won't keep score 
but they won't keep track either. You know what I mean? So they don't know where they're going, where they've been, what's going on. And, and, and that's troubling in and of itself. The other quote I was able to pick up was, uh, our lives, you know, they're full of discipline as well as laziness. You know, we're, we're kind of made up of, I think this was Jim Rohn, we're, we're made up of self-discipline in, in certain aspects of our life, uh, whether it be, you know, making the bed, getting dressed, brushing your teeth, whatever have you. Um, but there's other parts of our life where we're maybe a bit lazy. You know, we flip the TV on as opposed to flipping a book open. Um, that's, you know, helpful. And the fact that our lives are full of discipline and laziness, we must be careful because laziness can overcome that self-discipline and not so much the other way around. You know, you'd be more prone to having that laziness creep in and ruin that self-discipline as opposed to the self-discipline ruin the laziness. It can happen. It does happen. But it's more of an exception than the rule. And I also was touched by how you do anything is how you do everything. You know, and is that not the case? How you do anything is how you do everything. You know, so pay attention to the little nuances of our life that we think don't matter because they do. And everybody's watching, or at least somebody's watching. Uh, that That is the case. And then consistency is what keeps a habit, good or bad, going. Consistency is what keeps a habit going. And it's the, uh, the honest to God truth, you know, and... And it was nice. Um, it, it was a nice audio that I listened to last night. It was on YouTube, but there was really not much video to it. But I didn't think it was going to be that great, so I'm like, yeah, whatever. You know what I mean? So I really wasn't paying attention. Then all of a sudden, it kind of snuck up on me, and I said, "Well, these are some you know great things to write down." And I, I then. Um, went to church this morning and we have an entrance antiphon essentially a verse or a scripture verse that is read from the pulpit and then you know mass begins uh, here I am again getting uh, a little bit religious on you folks but it all ties in to affiliate marketing I'm, I'm telling you it does online marketing affiliate marketing life in general uh, it all fills in. So the, the, the antiphon essentially went something like this. You know, wait for the Lord and be strong. That's it. You know, wait for the Lord and be strong. Now, you can interpret this in so many different directions. That can be correct. That, that, that can be uh, fulfilling. Um, the way that I interpreted this was I'm taking off on on my things, in, in my wants, my desires, without really checking in with 
with God? You know, what I mean, are we are we okay here? Are, is this you know what what we should be doing? Uh, because we can get caught up in a lot of waste if not. And be strong, which is very very important. You know, I mean, it's not just wait for the Lord. It's and be strong. So I I really boiled it down to, you know, do not get ahead of ourselves. Plain and simple. Do not get ahead of ourselves. Uh, Because when we do, things kind of go awry. You know, you're going through something, directions, or downloading a software program and follow the directions, and the next thing you know, you're from step four to step nine, and then something goes awry in step number 12 because you didn't follow the steps, you know, four through eight. You know, we get ahead of ourselves. And we, we, we do we all do it all the time, primarily because we're we're rushing around because time is of the essence. But now you, you're costing more time because you, you got ahead of yourself and you, you got to go back now and and go through it and correct what you did wrong. So that was a, a nice pickup on, on my end. Sometimes the entrance, entrance antiphon just goes right over my head. I don't really absorb it too much and and today it really kind of resonated with me which which was nice and, I, and that's a sign of me you know waiting for the lord in a certain respect you know and, and staying strong uh so so that's that's good news for everyone uh that you know with that we can we can certainly help ourselves uh my friend matthew kelly today um you know he's talking about prayer this Lent and how we should all get into prayer. Uh, and, and again, folks, my uh, non-believing friends, my believing friends, my somewhat believing, agnostic, atheist, whatever it may be, uh, it, it can relate to all of them because we all need time for meditation, reflection, and prayer. Uh, and, and that's spending time with God. Uh, and, and, and to be, you know, politically correct, so to speak, you know, time for your God, whatever that may be. But to those of you that can take this with a with a grain of salt that truly aren't interested, um, that prayer life can transform your life. And what Matthew Kelly was saying today was, you can transform your work into prayer you know offer your um your 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 duties at your job offer that up to up to prayer by offering it to god uh you have a friend family member someone that's suffering uh struggling with addiction uh illness uh death um you know having a a bad breakup marital problems uh, you know kids are, 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 are problematic, uh, what, whatever it may be, you can transform whatever you're doing into prayer. And it, and it kind of dawned on me a few years ago that that's what I was exactly doing when I was going to the gym and jumping on that treadmill. And, and really, you know, as I got up to a, a fast pace, it would be struggling, I would be struggling. And I would offer that up 
you know, at, at the time, I think it was for certain suffering souls in purgatory or souls of folks that I just knew that passed away uh, and I would pray for them. And, and it, it felt good for me because I felt as though if they were not in heaven yet and they were in a place called purgatory where we are purified of, of, our, of our sins and our inequities, we enter into heaven no matter what once we're in purgatory. But once we do that, now I got all my Protestant friends jumping off the ship now because I mentioned purgatory. But, but anyhow, I felt as though when I was done with my exercise that I got them over the hump of what they needed at that particular time. And, and that's how I felt it. But Matthew Kelly's saying, hey, listen, you're doing the dishes? Offer that up as a form of prayer. You know, you're changing the brakes on your car? Changing the oil? Offer that up as prayer. Uh, I would definitely need to do that because I don't know how to do that. You know, I'm so not uh, handy when it comes to that stuff. But all these things can be, you know, you know forms of prayer. You know, uh, making the bed what you hate to do. You know, that's a form of prayer. Uh, ironing, um, you know, washing the clothes, folding the clothes, uh, preparing dinner. That can all be a form of prayer. And I'll tell you right now, my wife does it well because she does, <laughs> she does all of those things plus works two jobs while hus- husband just hangs around in the basement and talks into a microphone. <laughs> but anyhow, these are, these are things that we really can find ourselves becoming closer to God. Um, now, moving into um, the conversation with Darren Hardy today, my, my mentor Darren uh, on the Darren Daily, his title was How to Win Friends and Influence People. Great title, title of a book, right folks? Well, he's saying how to win friends and influence people in commas the right way, or in parentheses I should say. And Essentially, he was saying, the only true wisdom is knowing you know nothing. The only true wisdom is knowing you know nothing. And that's from, yep, you got it, Socrates. Uh, I would not have known that. But it's the truth, folks. You know what I mean? It's not that we know nothing, but we certainly don't know everything. You know, and, and that's, you know... What true wisdom is, is knowing what you don't know. Uh, and, and sometimes that's just as important as knowing what you do know, if you can follow me. You know, knowing what you don't know sometimes um, can, can make a, a big impact on your online marketing, affiliate marketing businesses. You know, because you can know where to navigate. Um, and essentially... You folks know this. You All of you do. People do business with people they like. And you can take that a step further that they know, like, and trust. Now, yes, you're going to throw thousands of examples at me of where people buy a product that they know nothing about who it was that they bought it from or, or whatever have you. But the store, maybe. You know, you, you like that particular store. Um, that particular brand, you saw a commercial. There's something that connected you. Advertising has ways of, I don't want to say infiltrating, but has ways of, of developing ourselves to 
be be more apt to buy certain types of things you know subconsciously uh, so you know I mean that's truly the case people do business with they know with whom they know like and trust and the the, the point that I want to drive home there with that folks is with an online marketer specifically uh, there's not really the I'm not saying an advantage because there is an advantage of contacting the person on the phone, but generally speaking, the initial reaching out uh, is is through uh, an ad, um, um, a social media in- engagement, or something along those lines. And by making that initial introduction, essentially what you're doing is you're opening the door for that person to go and check out your Facebook page. And see what you have there for engagement and what you're all about. And it better not be all business related. Because people buy from people they also can relate to. You know, uh, whether they're out of their league or not. Like, I feel in a certain respect that Darren Hardy is out of my league, but I can relate to him. Uh, we, we share some some qualities, so to speak. So that's that's what I'm saying there, you know. If you are likable, if you are unlikable, I should say, you will not get ahead in life in business overall. You know, you have to be a, a likable person. And every single person on this planet uh, is likable to someone at some time. You know, dare I say it, even Adolf Hitler, you know, he had a big following. But, again, you can have a big following of a positive cult or a negative cult. You know, and I use the word cult, you know, tongue-in-cheek, but you know what I'm getting at. Uh, So, he was saying, Darren, that there was three ways to become unlikable. And I thought that was kind of neat. He said, number one, being a humble braggart. You know, just a blowhard. You know, always subtly um, tooting your own horn in, in, in commenting on, on um, good things. You see it all the time on Facebook. People, you know, always post love and kissing and happy and, you know what I mean, everything's hunky-dory. Well, and you know darn right well that b- behind <laughs> the screen, behind the camera, you know, there's turmoil in, in a certain respect, you know. My mother gets bananas when she talks to her brother sometimes because everything's wonderful, although not now because he's, you know, suffering from, from cancer. But that's another chapter. Um, so we need, to, we need to recognize being um, tooting of our own horn, I guess we should, should say, the humble braggart. Number two was throwing temper tantrums and being emotionally immature. You know, someone that can't control themselves can't be trusted to controlling anything. And that's the honest-to-God truth there, folks. And the exact opposite is true. You know, silently pouting by yourself, you know, and, and, and going off into your own place. 
that's a no-no you know so remember that you know losing your temper is huge i said it to you before someone told me when i lost my temper whenever you lose your temper no matter how right you are you're wrong you lose when you lose your temper you lose no matter how right you are and i've always kept that with me and the last thing was don't be dogmatic you know being self-righteous well i'm not as bad as this person or you know you know i couldn't do that you know that, that i don't do that type of stuff you know being narrow-minded you know what i mean and that's you know thinking we know things for sure you know we're, we're totally you know 100 uh, percent confident that we're right that's the deal and i leave you with this folks i leave you with this quote from yours truly we're only one mentor away from getting what we want in life and that's the honest to god truth we're only one mentor away from getting everything we want in life so with that i will uh leave you until next time be well stay well we'll talk to you soon